Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome everybody back to another edition of Cheer Gaten. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from the capital of Austin, Texas. This is your NASCAR podcast for Belly Up Sports. And welcome back. I promised, I don't know if promise is the right word, I said that uh, we would not be having an episode this week because I was going to go to Florida for my little sister's wedding. I did that. Uh, I had a very great time. I've been really, really busy lately. Uh, But after last week's episode, we had such a great episode. Another great interview with Christian Eckes, ARCA driver. Um, And, you know, it seemed like we were kind of sparking a little rivalry with one of my other guests. Um, I'd go as far to say best friend. I'm pretty sure he would call me his best friend in the entire world, uh, Michael Self. So, uh, you know, the opportunity arose that I would, I could get Michael Self back on this week before the race. Um, And so I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to jump at this opportunity and get Mike back on. Um, It was a great interview. It was, uh, we had a great time. We talked, you know, racing We talked home restoration. We talked fantasy football. Uh, Pretty much the only things he really cares about or does. It was a great, great interview. Uh, Before we dive into that, though, I had a whole thing planned for tonight's episode, for this week's episode. And the plan uh, came as a recommendation from one of the previous uh, contributors for Belly Up Sports Racing, Jacob. He is at Jacob 
1996 on Twitter. Uh, great guy. Awesome, awesome guy. Uh, he was a wonderful contributor while he was with us. Uh, still wondering when he's coming back. But he had the suggestion of, you know, everyone's talking about these chicken sandwiches, and he was just saying, like, hey, you should um, do a, a taste test because the barbecue episode I did was such a big hit. So I was like, that's genius. I love chicken sandwiches. I love fried chicken. Um, and that's and I love fast food. So that's brilliant. So I um, don't have my car right now, so I had to take my bike. And I had this all planned out. I was going to go to the fast food restaurants and get the chicken sandwiches on my bike. Right? That's not, a, that's not an easy task. Because I need something to drink also. I'm picky. I'm not just going to come home and drink water like some kind of peasant. Like some kind of healthy, some health nut, right? I need a Mountain Dew. I'm a NASCAR fan. I have a mustache, for God's sakes. So, go to Popeye's because it's the furthest one from my house. It's not that far. But, go there first. Um, You know, I've been hearing how they are out of sandwiches a lot lately. So, I call before I leave and I am just, the phone rings for, I want to say... 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. I mean, a long time. I was walking around my apartment doing stuff with it um, on speaker. No answer. All right. Uh, Okay, that's not a good sign. All right. It's a Popeyes. They're notorious for not running their restaurants the best. So I was like, I know they hear it ringing. They just don't want to go pick it up. That's just how it is. Um, But I was like, you know what's worth a shot? It's going to make a good episode. There's going to be some good content, be a lot of fun. Um, so I go down there anyway, guess what? They're out. Right? And I'm not trying to be one of those guys that gets on YouTube for flipping out inside of a Popeye's because they don't have a a chicken sandwich. That's embarrassing. I make fun of those people. But those other people don't go through what I'm going through. I'm trying to do a segment on my podcast, which pays me pretty much nothing. So, um, it was a big deal for me. They're out. I went. I, I did go on a bit of a tangent. I was like, look, I know this isn't your problem. You know, you just work here. You have nothing to do with this. I was like, but can you explain to me why the hell a brand would say that they have released something when they clearly haven't, and they're out, and they're gonna they're like returning soon. Like I just that's terrible. I'm pretty sure they're doing this on purpose just to get people. To their damn restaurant, cause it, I mean, the sandwich can't be that good. Popeyes isn't that good. It's overhyped. Um, I didn't realize people at North don't have it. I thought it was a national chain everywhere. We've just always had Popeyes around here forever. I, so I just, I didn't know that was a, like more of a regional thing. Um, yeah, I think it's a little overhyped. People in Louisiana are obsessed with it, but I'm like, calm down. It's not that good. So, ruined my whole plan. I was gonna go to Popeyes. I was going to go to um, Cane's. I was going to go to KFC. And then I was going to have my wife swing by Chick-fil-A on our way home to uh, grab one of those sandwiches as well. And in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, I know who's winning this one. It's a chicken sandwich competition. Chick-fil-A's got it, right? Cane's was the wild card because if anybody is listening to this doesn't know what Raising Cane's is... you're probably from a part of the country uh, like maybe in the southeast where they have a Zaxby's 
Um, we have Zaxby's here as well, but very seldom. Uh, it's essentially the same thing as as uh, as a Zaxby's, but Canes is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So anyway, that's a bit of a wild card because it's really it's it's chicken uh, strips instead of like one full um, chicken breast that you would use on a sandwich. But anyway, I thought it would be fun. So uh, instead, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm giving all my business to KFC because there was one right next door, and I assume they're rivals. And uh, so I got myself a Nashville hot. KFC chicken sandwich. They are getting a free shout out, free sponsors um, for actually having items on their menu that they've been promoting. I don't know about y'all, but I've seen the commercials. Let's see this. I've seen the commercials for the mac and cheese bowl with like chicken bits in it and then like melted cheese on top. I got that. And they've been promoting it. And guess what? They actually had it. So, on my show, instead of doing the great, brilliant idea that Jacob had, out of contempt, I have this mac and cheese bowl from KFC. Let's try it. Hmm. The amount of foods I eat, like the amount that it comes in, two bites, everybody knows the rules. Um, yeah, not bad, not bad, you know, I, I really do like KFC chicken, I feel like for whatever reason it gets a bad rip, rep, maybe it's just the same thing with like McDonald's, it's just got so big that people just talk shit about it, that's probably the case, uh, I like their, I like their chicken though, I think they got good chicken, and that's pretty good product right there, um, I've had the Nashville Hot Sandwich. My, I like the Nashville Hot, right? I like it. Um, and I like this sandwich. Like everything it comes with, you know, all that. Um, not a big pickle fan, so I don't like that. The only problem I have with this is the sandwich is kind of small. Um, But it's good. It holds up. And then, unfortunately, I didn't get a biscuit. Because that's the best thing KFC does, is they get biscuits. But last but not least, the ultimate item at KFC, their potato wedges. Oh, yeah. Most underrated french fry in the game. And... I'm saying underrated. I'm not, I'm not saying best, right? Because people will be like, oh, uh, uh, Arby's has curly fries. Like, trust me. I know about Arby's curly fries, all right? I love Arby's curly fries. They're one of the best, but I'm saying most underrated. People don't talk about the KFC potato wedges when they're ranking fast food french fries. So, there you go. Huge shout out to KFC. Thank you for actually having the menu items that you've been promoting nationally. Thank you so much. KFC, you get my business tonight. And uh, hopefully I can do a review and uh, make up for this, Jacob, with something else. We'll do something else here. But 
had a great interview once again with Michael Self. Y'all are going to love it. Um, Selfie himself. It, it's a good interview, and um, let's just get right into it. All right, I'm very excited to welcome back on uh, another reoccurring ARCA guest, Michael Self. Welcome back. Hey, good to, good to be back on. All right, first and foremost, do you go by Mike or Michael? Michael. Okay. So Actually, call- to be honest with you, the majority of people within racing, they call me Selfie. So that's uh, if, if you're involved in racing, if you're around the garage, that's pretty much all I, all I ever hear. But um, everywhere else, outside of racing, yeah, I, I still go by Michael. Okay. Not Mikey? No, I've heard that one a lot. Um, it's been since I was like 12 or 13 years old that I think I was okay with that. So uh, <laughs> not not Mikey. Okay, I'll just call you Mikey behind your back. That works. <laughs> All right, man. Welcome back. Glad to have you on the show again. Uh, last week, as I was just informing you, I had Christian on and... We were pretty much discussing you the whole time. Like I don't want to sound um, weird. But every <laughs> hopefully topic. in uh, yeah, hopefully in a normal and good light. <laughs> well, you just got to go listen to the episode. That's yeah. That's I I've, I've been slacking. I'm behind, so yeah, I'll, hey, I'll get caught up with it and make my own assessment. Also, I'll give you uh, a shout out. The episode you were on. I mean, what was that like a month ago? Something like that. Uh, it had to be more than that. Yeah, a couple months ago. One of the highest uh, listens of any of my shows. Cool. That's good news. Yeah, I don't know what it was, man, but people liked that show. So um, you definitely, uh, you know, get some credit for that. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. That's uh, that's good to hear. Hopefully, people were, I, you know, I know we, we talked about a lot of different stuff outside of racing in that one, and. Um, I know that was kind of a, an interesting episode, at least for me, and something that was a little bit different. So hopefully um, something that people enjoyed. Yeah. it's. I mean, it seems like it. Got a lot of listens. So I think it was the retweet that I, like, begged uh, from you. I think that uh-huh. helps. Yeah. I think, <laughs> that's, uh, that's... you know, the one that I promised you, I made you promise me on air that you were going to give me. I think that mm-hmm. helps. Um, I will yeah. do it again. I just assume you'll do it now because we're such good friends. But yeah, yeah, that's what people do. It's people helping people. Exactly. There you go. Um, now you did tell me last time. Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit because you told me that you were gonna be able to get me on the was it the Belly Up Fantasy Football podcast, dude. I think uh, I think there was some talk of that. I I do not. I did not forget. So um, what I'm planning now is getting you and Christian together on it since y'all are in the same league and y'all can Sweet. kind of banter together. And I've been talking to yeah, that'd uh, be the great. guys at Belly Up, so I'm actually setting that up. Cool. I love it. That'd actually be a ton of fun. I'd be all about that. See, I, I don't forget. And I remember I, I told you I was going to try to get you on that uh, that Fixer Upper show because mm-hmm. my wife's friend works for them. Um, mm-hmm. But I was kind of mean to him the last time he was in town. Because he was getting on my nerves, so that one uh-huh. might have fallen through. I'm sorry. That's that one was probably a little bit of a that was a, a bit of a shot. long shot. But but would be a good time for us because we're uh, undergoing two a master and a guest bathroom remodel 
right now. We just started that on Monday, so now would be a good time to to hash that out with those guys and make sure we're going down the right steps. I think we are. I'm pretty happy with the contract. See, I so feel far, so bad but... about this. This is how how much I won't forget. I feel so bad about this. I'm about to fly out to Charlotte and just help do it for you and bring my own like camera and uh, uh-huh. just take a video, do like a really cheap uh, knockoff version of it with just me and you. We 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 might give that a try. I mean, that would we've be got some the bathroom. good content. I'm not gonna. We've lie. got the subfloor ripped up in the guest bathroom right now. Um, so what I'm saying is a complete remodel. I mean, it's like we are reframing the bathroom. It's that level. So uh, it kind of takes. You know, we can get pretty detailed and show people what that's all about and um, what the what the process is of of going through through all that. I guess at least what it's like for me because this is my first time going through it. Well, I have experience with retiling floors. Mm-hmm. That's about it, and it's really annoying. Yeah, that's something I'm not taking on myself. I've uh, I've put thought into it, but I don't want to use this house as a learning experience for that. We just decided that we'd bait that into our, our contract with the guys, and it probably wasn't going to save a, a tremendous amount of money. And like I said, it's probably something that I want to – like have a, an experiment to be able to try with mm. a little bit first okay. um, before I before I take it on because so our situation actually right now um, my wife accepted a new job at Lowe's corporate office um, just started this week so pretty excited for her but it's, wait what, um, which Lowe's because I know there's a Lowe's grocery store over there Lowe's Home Improvement okay I just yeah it's weird there's a Lowe's grocery. Like it is. Yeah, you're right. There. Actually, you're the second or third person to ask me that. But um, Lowe's, yeah. Lowe's Home Improvement Stores, and she works about an hour from the house. And so far, the drive is not her favorite thing. Um, so there's a chance we'll be listing the house coming up at the end of the year here, Dang. depending on how her drive goes. And so we got to get these bathrooms knocked out and make sure they're in good shape and make sure we get some resale value out. Wait, where does she work? What is it in Charlotte? So yeah, Lowe's uh, Lowe's corporate office is technically in Mooresville, so okay. up kind of close to uh, where a lot of the race shops are. Right. But we live in Southeast Charlotte. Oh, uh, you live in Southeast Charlotte? Yeah, and so the the big thing around here is just you know the traffic is an absolute nightmare. I mean, Charlotte has gotten just incredibly overpopulated, especially the last couple of years, um, oh. and it just doesn't have the infrastructure to really handle all of it. And so the traffic problems are immense i mean it's just huge um and so they're expanding on it working on the highway system but it's just not quite there yet so you know it's i guess it's about a 35 mile drive but that equates to a little over an hour at peak traffic times when it's just going each way dang so do you anyway, about like yeah towards matthews or like monroe yep. or like how how far yeah actually you just nailed it um right out on the on the edge of uh, of matthew so still within okay. charlotte and um in kind of the city limit there like that little loop. um which yeah which we we like because we um it's it's convenient access to downtown charlotte um you know when you get up into mooresville and, and outside the city a little bit um it's you know i don't want to say it's rural but it is a little bit more so rural i mean we like being inside the city and inside even though there is more traffic inside that kind of um a little bit faster pace or what it feels like a little bit faster paced lifestyle down here but not so immersed in it in the dead middle of the city that we're just you know surrounded by it um so we've enjoyed it yeah yeah i mean the the problem is we can't afford to live on right not many people can um yeah (laughs) but definitely um definitely would would 
be lying if I said we didn't look at houses over there all the time and gauge what options are available. Uh, my wife, Dana, she's all about uh, a lake property, and she's kind of started to get me talking into it or talked into it. Um, I think that's something we'd love to have one day, but now's uh, now's probably not the time from a financial standpoint. Right. She's just waiting on that uh, the Monster Energy Cup Series money to come in. She's like, yeah, yeah. She's like wishful, Michael, wishful I've thinking. been watching Racing Wives. I see what the Bushes afford, and that's what I'm ready mm-hmm. for. Yep. Yeah, that's, she has been watching it. Um, I want to be like Whitney Dillon. On the CMT app. No, no, I don't think that's a, a comparison that she okay. that she makes. Man, doesn't want that. That's not an aspiration for her. But she has a lot of respect for Whitney and um, how, how Whitney portrays Whitney herself. Is funny. So. I'll give her that. I've only watched one episode. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest and say that I've watched one episode. But I was oh man, like I'll be honest. In the my room wife, was on. My wife put it on. I've watched not every episode. I've watched like a couple. But gotcha. Yes. Um, we won't talk racing wives. Don't worry. <laughs> moving on <laughs> quickly moving on uh yeah so pretty much the whole time i um last episode when i had christian on we were talking about these last three races of the season and how you are 70 points ahead uh to win the, the championship for the season um and there is is it in order, it's um, Salem, uh, Lucas Oil, and then Kansas, right? That's right. Okay. You're 70 points ahead. I asked him how the point system works. He honestly couldn't tell me. Can you help shed some light on this? Yeah. So, um, ARCA's, it's very similar to how the NASCAR points are structured, um, but just in larger increments, I guess. So, the thing that gains a lot of points in ARCA is winning a race. So, if you win a race... That is 15 points over second place. If you lead a lap, and if you lead the most laps, and if you qualify on pole, each of those are worth five additional points. Um, So, obviously, if you win the race, you led a lap, and so that's basically going to be 20 points over second. Um, From second place back, it's five points per position. So... I don't know the exact number that a guy gets for a win or for a second, but five points to third, five points to fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and and so on. So the way to make big swings in ARCA is is winning, uh, winning races, leading laps, and getting those um, those bonus points. Okay, so y'all are both experienced in these tracks. Um, he has won at Salem and Indy and you've won at Kansas and Salem, correct? Right. Okay. So y'all are both experienced in these tracks. So y'all have good equipment. It could come down to y'all really like in a close battle in these last three races, right? Yeah, I mean I consider it a close battle as it is right now. Uh, right. You know, we've obviously. kind of kind of yo-yoed the last couple of weeks where he won Pocono and mm-hmm. gained good points on me. Then I was able to win Springfield and stretched it back out. But then we went to the coin where he won um, and closed it back up, you know, so it's a little bit closer than it has been right now. Um, getting through Springfield and the coin were important to me just because I, I didn't have any experience at those tracks. I didn't have any dirt experience. Um, I didn't know if those would be strong points or weak points for me. And fortunately we survived and came out of them kind of how I wanted to. Um, so I think 
looking uh, ahead to Salem, you know, it's been a strong track for both of us. I was able to win in the spring. He wasn't able to race in the spring because that was the race that he got sick and missed. But I know he was fast in practice. Um, I think Christian has a little bit of a love-hate relationship with Salem. I mean, I think he'll tell you that he doesn't like the track. And even though he's he's got a win there, but he loves IRP. Um, I mean, he absolutely dominated there last year. And that's a track that I'm a little bit indifferent to. Um, I love Kansas. Kansas is hands down one of my favorite races of the year. Just love the track, love the time of year that we go there, love ending the year on a mile and a half under the lights. Um, one of my favorite places he's never raced there, but I'm sure it's somewhere that he'll pick up pretty quickly. But you know, yeah, I mean, especially with the way that he's been running lately, I mean, he hasn't finished outside the top two in like the last four races. He's got a tremendous amount of momentum not that we don't have good momentum over on the 25 car, but he's definitely they're They're doing something right on the 15. I mean, he's been doing a, a phenomenal job and that team's been doing a great job coming together and, and making stuff work. So yeah, I mean, I definitely know the pressure's on and the pressure's there. 70 points is not a huge margin, but I've got at least two tracks of these last three that I'm really looking forward to getting to. Um, but I think he can say the same thing. So, you know, we'll see where it all shakes out. Yeah, I will say he seemed nervous about Kansas. He was gotcha. saying, like, I wish Kansas wasn't where we had to finish things off and stuff like that. Because, like you said, he hasn't he hasn't raced that one yet. He, he wasn't sure. old enough, right? That's right, yeah. He just turned 18. Um, I don't remember. I, th- I guess it was earlier this year or over the off season, and so didn't have the chance to race on a mile and a half. But with that being said, I mean, he's getting – He's getting a lot of big track experience this year between the the trucks and the Xfinity and excuse me the the Arca car. You know he's racing a truck this weekend at Vegas. Um, I've never raced at Vegas, but it looks like it's a similar track to to Kansas. You know Christian had good speed at, at Charlotte, had a couple issues there. Um, obviously, you know he he won Pocono, but that's a little bit of a, a different track. So he's getting some big track experience, and it's it's all relative. It all applies on the mile and a half. So if it's um... Y'all two going back and forth between first and second for the, these next three races, which I mean, it's a possibility at this point. How how y'all have been racing? Sure. Um, you know, uh, I it, it would it come down to um, who has who led the most laps, kind of thing, or are you saying in terms of if we? What, what do you mean? Like if we were to come to a tie, or well, so it's like. Okay, there's three races, right? So either, let's say, um, it's it's one and two between both. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. 
Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Y'all, every single time. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have, you won two of the races and he won the other one. Mm Mm-hmm. Could he still yeah, potentially I mean, for, win just based off laps led? No, no, not oh, from okay. a point standpoint. So, so it's not five points per each lap led. Oh, it's okay, got it. Five points for leading a lap, and then another five points for leading the most laps. Okay, got it, got it. So yeah, and in that scenario, we'd still be still be quite a bit ahead. Okay, interesting. Yeah, well, that's definitely going to be fun to keep up with. Then um, this year, I think it's going to be really exciting how y'all finish, and. Uh, this Saturday, the 14th, is Salem. And I was talking to Christian about the throwback paint schemes because I had just come back from Darlington. I had a great time there. I was all hyped up on throwback stuff, obviously. And his throwback paint scheme is really awesome. Um, real quick, do you have a favorite Darlington throwback paint scheme? Um... I thought Kozlowski's was pretty cool. I like that. I that one kind of took me back a little bit. Um, His are always cool because of the rusty yeah, wheels, you know. Yeah, I always like the rusty schemes. I, I mean, Rusty was. Uh, I, I always had he had some of the coolest looking cars when I was young, so I'd I'd probably have to go with that one. You know, I thought. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I, guess, I thought the William Byron scheme was cool, but the City Chevrolet <laughs> yeah. has been done a, a couple times now. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably have to go with Brad's. I'd say I was partial to that one. All right, that's fair. I get to, I get to uh, see. I was like standing right next to Rusty Wallace at the race. It was pretty exciting. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. man. Because they, uh, I was in the media tent and they had all the Hall of Famers there because they were honoring oh, the Hall cool. of Famers. Whoa, it was like you know standing next to stars. Um, yeah, that's serious ambiance. Seriously, I was like right. Anyway. Um, so we were talking about how great Christians was, and then one of the reasons he said I should be rooting for him is because he has this great throwback paint scheme, and you just have a dinosaur. And uh-huh. um, he was saying that's not even the original dinosaur. It's not really much of a throwback dinosaur even. So um, <laughs> did you want to defend yourself on your dinosaur or not having a throwback paint scheme? Yeah, so uh, not not to bash Christian or anything, but um, when someone else is paying for all of your racing and all of your branding and everything, you don't get to make those decisions. So that is completely out of my hands as far as if we do a throwback scheme or not. Um, that definitely came from the the people with the the green dinosaur, and they decided um, that they they want to keep promoting their brand of the future and how they're moving forward as a brand. And um, I totally respect that. Okay, that's fair. Um, are you concerned that they that they don't even want to use an older version of a dinosaur? Um, Sinclair is very particular about the the dinosaur image um 
So, you know, the, the only difference between the current dinosaur logo and the old one was if you look at an old one, it's going to be the exact same shape. It's going to have a little cutout where the mouth is, and it's almost going to have little little cutouts in the feet, like almost like it has arches or, or toes or something. Um, but other than that, it's basically the same. So they they don't like seeing that. Um, Sinclair is trying oh. to push past that. I mean, they're new their centennial image you know that is is the updated dinosaur that's what they want people to focus on i mean they're opening a lot of new stations and indiana's a a, a market for them that's got a lot of interest and so they want to push their new image you know they don't want to push the old image they need to come Um, to texas because i miss seeing like the green dinosaur outside the so i think that they've got a couple stations open in texas now that is a market for them um that's that's a big focus and I believe, I believe there's a handful of stations opening up there, and that's one where they're really trying to get uh, more in. I, don't hold me to that, but I know that's definitely a target market for them. Okay. And where were you from again? Utah. Do you know their headquarters is in Salt Lake City? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's how I got connected with them. Oh, really? Yeah, so... You know Sinclair. I knew Sinclair well growing up. I mean, we had stations all around where I lived. It was it was very common to see. Um, and so that was just kind of a a brand when my dad and I started to look for sponsors. It was just kind of one that was was natural to us because we did know that they were headquartered there in Salt Lake, um, and we'd seen stations all over the place. And so it was just kind of one that we naturally reached out to because we had so much vision of the brand and because we you know we were exposed to it all the time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it, it was, and they you know they kind of grasped on to the the hometown guy type thing, right. which is special for me um, to have have a hometown sponsor behind me. I mean that makes it you know just a little bit um, just a little bit more special, I guess. It just kind of gives me that hometown feel. You know, I, I love being from Utah, and I'm proud to be from Utah. And um, you know, I'm racing is not a not a big deal in utah really and so it's kind of cool to be doing something different you know outside of skiing and snowboarding and all the all the winter athletes i mean i can tell you yeah 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 i mean i can tell you i've got so many friends that that i went to high school with that were you know x game skiers or snowboarders or you know even olympic athletes for skiing and snowboarding i mean that's just what everyone there did um so then i came along and you know i was involved in racing and there just wasn't that big of a, a crowd there for that so it was kind of cool to do something different and um you know i think the people that do follow racing in utah are familiar with what i've done and it's kind of cool to to see that and to be the guy for that in a very you know low-key kind of small sense yeah no i think that's awesome i think that's cool too that uh <laughs> like a local brand i mean i know they're not just local obviously but they are from your area so it's kind of cool that they sponsored you one critique, um, I would just say for them for next year, I just looked it up. The oldest dinosaur ever discovered is a called a Euroraptor. So maybe mm-hmm. next year for throwback, they go uh, with a Euroraptor. Um, <laughs> well, I'll run that just by. I, I'm going to tell you to not get your head hopes up, but I'll run okay. that by. It's about the size of a chicken. Um, okay. And it was like those little things in Jurassic Park that ran around, those little tiny uh-huh. dinosaurs that are annoying, you know? Um, yep. Yeah. So there, there you go. That's just something to keep in mind. Uh, how's the merch coming along? Uh, good. So the merchandise is out. You know, I, I don't know if that was out last time I talked with you or not, but we we released um, a couple different hat designs, some t-shirt designs, um, 
there's a I believe there's a polo and, and a pool over there. And I actually just got an email from the advertising manager. I think it was yesterday that says they have uh, they've sold out of a number of sizes of different things. So that's good, right? I mean, that means people are buying it. Um, I was happy with how everything came out and how everything looked and. Um, hopefully some of the listeners of this show were able to get their hands on it. And if not, I think there's still some stuff available over at, um, over the dino racing website, but yeah, you know, so that, that was a cool do, thing for me. How do, how do they get their hands on? Where do they go? Uh, the best place to go is if, um, if I think you can even go to dino racing.com or Sinclair oil.com slash dino racing. And that'll take you to the racing homepage. That's kind of the hub for all things Sinclair racing to, learn about the upcoming events to learn about the team history and all that. And there's a, there's a merchandise page that you can click through on there. That'll take you to the entire Sinclair store. So not only can you go access the, the Sinclair racing merchandise there, I mean, they've got this huge online shop of dinosaur stuff. I mean, they've got dinosaur soap and um, inflatables and golf balls and beer mugs and shot glasses and toy cars and toy trucks and, um, they've got so, so much stuff. And I think there's actually about to be a whole new line of stuff released for the winter, uh, the fall and winter collection. So definitely worth checking out. I mean, I, I love, uh, love getting feedback from people that went onto the site and didn't realize that Sinclair had all that merchandise and were able to pick up some stuff. Yeah. Cause last time we were talking, we were talking about merch. Um, and I just found the site. Okay. That's a cool t-shirt. The hats are pretty cool. Not exactly what I wanted, though. So I still still got a, a little bit of beef there. That gray hat's <laughs> pretty cool, though. Uh, so the exact like URL is store.sinclairoil.com. Uh, Sounds right. So for all my listeners that are interested, just because the Sinclair logo, the Dino logo, is like really cool. So I always wanted... Uh, some cool merch from that. So I might have to pick up one of those shirts, actually. Those are pretty sweet. Not gonna Be lie. much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I do like the 25 with the dino. Sorry, I'm just like scrolling through and talking on my podcast and shopping at the same time. It's probably not the best. Oh, good. It's a, it's a good fabric, too. It's a good, uh, you know, it's a good quality shirt. It fits, yep. It's got a nice fit to it. Um, kind of a little bit of a stretchy material, which which I like. Okay. Cause I'm not, I, I like, I see that you're a fairly skinny guy and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit thicker. I'm not fat, but I got some, I got a belly to me, right? I drink some beers, um, don't run, but, uh, <laughs> fair. Yeah. So running sucks. What, that's what I'm worried about. I, I like them kind of tighter in the shoulders to make me look like I'm still like kind of fit, but then looser, mm-hmm. uh, around the waist because I got a belly. Gotcha. Understood. So I'm hoping um, they, they fit like that. Yeah. Give it a shot. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I'm a great person to assess how that's going to look or to, okay. uh, to say it's going to be one way or another. I'm not a stylist or a style guide by any means, but I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be pretty safe. Okay. To be honest. I think there's, um, margin for all shapes and sizes. All right. I'm going to give it a shot because you're telling me to, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to trust you on this one. Cool. I, um, it's much appreciated. I think you'll like it. I, I'm, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on them. I like it. I mean, I had to approve them. So, nice. yeah, I gave it a thumbs up. That's pretty sweet. And um, if your merchandising guy ever um, does a terrible job, just uh, hire me because I would love to design merch for you. Um, cool. Good to, <laughs> good to have a new contact there. There you go, man. Good to know. 
Uh, yeah, it's the colors and the logo and stuff. Like, that would be so fun to design that merch. Anyway, last thing I wanted to talk about before I let you go is what mostly what me and Christian talked about was fantasy football and how y'all are playing in the same league. Yeah, that's the important stuff. Yeah, and he just wanted to talk about Zeke the whole time. And, um... The uh, so part, was this was this before Zeke had yes, come back? Or? No, so this was the night before. So we were on uh-huh. air reading the updates before, and then you know, like that next morning, it was official or whatever. And so yeah. it was the night before. While well, he's like, "Man, I think he's in Dallas," and we were just like refreshing the stories. Um, yep. Yeah, I was. <laughs> so I've got Zeke in one league, in a different league, not the one that Christian okay. came back on, or that Christian and I are together on. Um, but he, uh, I actually like to think that I helped him talk him into taking Zeke because that league that we play in together, that was a one keeper league. Right. Um, and so the guy who had Zeke ended up dropping him. He, he panicked and he, he didn't think Zeke was going to come back. And so he dropped him and Christian had first overall pick. So Christian was sitting there with Odell as his keeper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like, if he comes back, you know, at the time that we drafted, this was a couple weeks ago. I was like, if he comes back, which all signs are are pointing to that he's going to come back, right? I'm like, this is Jerry Jones, okay? This is Jerry's best shot at winning a Super Bowl this year. He's got Dak. He's got Amari. He's bringing Jason Witten back. I don't know how much that's worth, but he's got the full strength offensive line, strong defense. I mean, this is the Cowboys' best shot at a Super Bowl they've had in a couple years. I'm like – you're crazy if you don't think that Jerry is going to pay his star running back in in this year. I was like, you, these people, everything that comes out, it's all just mind games and coach speak and talk and all this. And so I, I told Christian, I was like, you got you got to take Zeke, man, because if you get him, you've got who's arguably arguably going to be the number one fantasy running back this year. I mean, behind that O line, he's going to get all the share you know he's got no one behind him um so anyway i was a big proponent of christian taking that and he did he took it and then he was so nervous after that day he was like i don't know i don't know if i wasted my pick (laughs) like wow man you know i just i need him to come back and he was just monitoring it like a hawk like and i was doing the same thing because i i actually had zeke as a keeper in a different league and you know i was fairly confident that he was going to come back but i'll you know i won't lie there was a time that i was like what you know if he doesn't that sucks i mean what what if he doesn't come back you know that's i don't know it's starting to get a little worrisome so anyway yeah zeke's back christian's happy and i'm happy so were you honestly trying to help him i'll give him advice man i i love fantasy football i mean and i will will absolutely give give advice you know even if i'm going up against someone um and i was just like dude I was like, because I, I was third pick in that league. And I was like, I guarantee you, if you don't take Zeke, he will be gone by fourth pick because I will absolutely take him at three. And then I just gave him gave him my input on it. Um, I think I had McCaffrey in that league as a keeper. So I was pretty happy with where I was at as far as uh, as far as running back went. But, you know, I gave my I gave my honest insight there. What was your first pick then? Um, I went McCaffrey as a keeper, and then I actually ended up getting Hopkins hey. as my first pick, which I was blown away by 
that he was even there to begin with. The guy at second pick took Michael Thomas over Hopkins. Oh, man. Which was an interesting choice. And obviously Hopkins went off this weekend and McCaffrey went off. So I'm very happy with how things started off in that league. See, not to to call you out here, but I'm starting to see through this. I'm starting to see through this. You said you had uh, a running back was your keeper, right? Yeah, I had McCaffrey. Okay, so you didn't need a running back, right? You're pick three, and mm-hmm. you're thinking, if I can convince Christian to take a running back who may or may not come back, that g- gives me a better chance to free up Hopkins. I never three. thought Hopkins would make it past two. I thought that All Michael right. Thomas would be there. So, I mean, look, Hopkins is Hopkins and Adams are – or arguably the number one and two receivers coming into this year, right? Would you agree with that, or you're throwing someone else in there? I would say Hopkins is number one. Okay, so Hopkins is your number one guy. Hopkins is my number one guy. Um, Devontae Adams was a close number two, but he wasn't going to be – you know what? He might have been available. So actually, I think my plan the whole time was to take (laughs) Devontae Adams. I thought he was going to be there for sure. Um, But here's the thing. If Zeke had dropped to three somehow, I and even if Hopkins was still there, I would not pass up on two top four consensus running backs. I mean, having that kind of power that's going to be, really? yeah, I, I'm and I'm all I'm look, man, I'm the guy that's like the backbone of a fantasy team is running backs. And so if you can take two of the top four, which were going to be Saquon, Kamara, mm-hmm. McCaffrey and Zeke coming in. And you you can handle that. There's such a big drop off to five, especially in running backs, you know, saying that Le'Veon or David Johnson or James Conner was going to be the number five back this year. It's a huge drop off. I mean, if you take those two, you're golden. I mean, because you're still going to come around in the next rounds and you're going to be able to pick up an Amari Cooper. You know, T.Y. Hilton was still there, um, obviously, with some risk. You know, Stefan Diggs, Julian Edelman, all those wide receivers. You get what I'm saying? I mean, there's just a big there's a there's a ton of wide receivers into the draft throughout the second and third rounds that could go as your starting wide receiver and be more comparable to the elite wide receivers than the top four running backs. So that's why I gave my honest advice to Christian um, about who you know who I thought he should take because if he went you know going wide receiver wide receiver that's a little bit of a gamble because then when it comes back around to him at the end of round two he's got to go running back, but the running backs thin out. Right. Right. I mean, because people right. like me, they have that mentality that, that running backs are the backbone of a team. You got to well, get a running back. Somebody you got to have a running back, back one. Go, then everybody hops on the running backs. Exactly. So if you're sitting there, you know, at the end of, end of round two and in, in a league where people are already kept and you're sitting there looking at, you know, uh, all of the majority of the, the running back ones are gone. That's not a good feeling. In my opinion, I am, you know, I'm, I'm a running back truther. He <laughs> he said um, somebody on your league uh, kept Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's actually my spotter. My spotter uh, on the short tracks. That's Joe. Joe okay. took Joe kept Tom Brady, and you know what? We were all sitting there. We were all laughing and having a good time because we're like, this guy is, you know, he's definitely the <laughs> the low point in the league. And then the Patriots look like hands down the best team in the NFL right now. Oh yeah. There was, as of you know, as of yesterday afternoon, there was a chance that Antonio Brown was going to the Patriots. I don't know if that's going to happen now, um, or if he's ever going to play. I 
you probably know as, as much as I do. Last I heard today was the NFL leadership was coming together to uh, to look into the whole new ordeal and decide, you know, if he was going to. There was a chance he could go on the commissioner's exempt list before before this weekend. Was he accused um, of domestic abuse or something like that? Sexual three counts of sexual assault and rape. Oh wow! Yeah, it's not good. Not something you want to be involved with. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> brushing that off the side. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, Moving look, on. you know, you, I still would keep Tom Brady, but I'm like, you know what? Tom Brady actually ended up being an okay choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> probably not going to completely kill him. Not something that I would have done. Not something that I would ever uh, tell someone to do because you could probably get Tom Brady and like the 10th or 11th round yeah but, exactly hey you know what <laughs> that guy he uh he saw a name and he saw a super bowl champion and mvp and he went with it right that's what that's what uh me and christian were saying too i was like he probably doesn't know much about fantasy and he probably said holy shit i got the best player in the nfl on my team of course i'm keeping him yeah yeah that's a very <laughs> common rookie mistake i think yeah exactly yeah been there it's okay uh no that that's great yeah, I, I'm still trying to set up when you two can go on a podcast together. And oh, let me know because obviously I I could talk about it you know forever. I love love talking about it. I definitely do my research. I know he does too. So that'd be a I'd have a blast. As I say, he he sounds like he's gonna take it seriously this year. Uh, he was like, I got spreadsheets and everything. Like he's yeah, <laughs> he's gotten into it. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. interested to keep up with this as well. Well, he's got a in that league at least. He's got a solid team. Um, he actually ended up, he ended up losing by half a point in week one, which Oof. was a, a rough one. Yeah. So, um, not how he wanted to start, but I know he's got a solid team there. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, anything else you want to um, get out while you have a chance? I think that covers it, man. I think. Uh, Let's see. We talked racing. That, we talked, yeah, uh, we talked the two primary things that I've got going on right now. We talked was, racing uh, lives, which yeah, yeah. I know is an important thing. You told me before, you were like, hey, can you please bring up racing lives? I don't want to say it out loud on the show, but like, it's my favorite thing. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word. <laughs> I'll take your word for it that that happened. <laughs> yeah, no, we talked fantasy football, racing, pretty much, and then a little bit of home restoration. So like the only things you ever do with your life right that's it that's Nailed. it yeah that's it i mean you got my day covered you have a pretty sweet life i'm very well, jealous of that life also you gotta throw in I'm, I'm still in school too you know i'm still at the university of north carolina greensboro so you gotta Holy throw crap. in quite a bit of that that takes up the other oh my god portion yeah that doesn't sound so chill anymore no, that then you know you got to also mix in. I do, I go I do road course coaching with the Trans Am series. Right, that's right. Um, another twelve weekends out of the year. Um, so it's been a lot of travel lately. I'm excited to get to the end of the year here and kind of wind down and spend a couple more weekends at home in our renovated bathrooms. And you're doing completely online classes at UNCG. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Those those can either be uh, nice or really tough. Or a little yeah, bit of for, for sure. I've definitely got one of each right now. I'm taking three classes this semester, and one is one is a breeze. One is just you have a, a weekly quiz, and that's about it. The other yeah. one is discussion boards and all kinds oh, of assessments. And, oh yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, it, it can go one of two ways. Don't, and it's easy to forget because it's online. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's it's fairly organized when you can log on and see, you know, when your assignments are due, obviously when you've got them done. And so as long as you stay logged in and, you know, discipline yourself, it's easy to keep up with. Um, but it's, it's I, you know, that wouldn't let anyone think for a second that online school is any easier than doing it in person um, because it's just not. I mean, the, the fact is with online school, you have to prove that you're there. You have to prove that you're actually doing it where when you go to school in person, I mean, you show up for a lecture or something, you learn, you take your notes and then you, you know, take a quiz every now and then. It's mostly just lecture, at least my limited experience with in-person schooling was. Um, and with, with online school, you got to, you got to prove you're actually doing it. You got to prove that you're showing up to the lectures, right? So it's, it's a lot of work and you got to stay disciplined. Yeah. I would say it's more difficult. Um, just cause it's all on you, you know, to get it done. Me in college, especially I, I was terrible at it. Um, are you a, are you a Spartans fan for college basketball? Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big basketball person, to be oh, honest. I don't. Um, basketball the best. Yeah, I don't. I, I you follow live the in NFL, North and, and that's about it. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but without being from here, I mean, I, I moved here and I grasped onto being a Panthers fan. Um, and I just, I've just never had the the draw to basketball. Okay. So, anyway, I gotta get running. My wife's texting me. I know she's uh, she's waiting to, to spend some time together tonight. So, I gotta run. But thanks again for having me on. Always a pleasure, and uh, look forward to the next time. All right, man. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Later. It was straight shot. All it took was luck to not get caught. I laid three dimes down in the machine on 25 cents. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Now you listen to me, mister. I work for a living. And I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.